Welcome to 6-Minute Hump Day, where we help entrepreneurs get through their busy week with a dash of inspiration, motivation, and a touch of education. Episode 18. We are live. We are live on the Jeff Knows Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lopes. We have a special guest today, Garen Jones. Garen is an inspiration to listen to, inspiration to everybody's around, always put a smile on everyone's face. We're going through so much turmoil, so much controversy in this world, so much hatred, it seems like, in this world. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity for a perfect individual to shed a a beam of light on everything that's going on and, and give us his point of view and make us almost open up and learn more about what's truly happening in this world right now. So Let's give a shout out and say hello to uh, Gary and uh, let's get this show on the road. Oh man, thank you. I'm so glad to be on here again. And um, I want to make a disclaimer right now that what I'm about to go into is not to make somebody feel wrong and new levels of awareness, a high level of emotional intelligence, enough to know that if somebody's domesticated in an environment, they're just carrying out what they know. So there's a lot of racism going on, um, white supremacy, white privilege, and from the way in which I see the world, it's clear as day. However, I've experienced a lot of people, even in 2020, that are in denial as if it doesn't exist. And they say, no, all lives matter. And you know, everybody's created equally and everybody gets treated the same. And I'm like, do you not see, or do you only look at life through your own lens? And so instead of meeting people and making them wrong, I've been having the tough conversations and really wanting to get underneath um, what people, the mindset of the people and how they even arrive to that. And what I came up with was something that drastically impacted my life, where when I share it with you, you're going to be like, how does this make sense to what's going on in the world today with the racism? I'll tell you exactly how. I'm going to talk about getting a root canal, and I promise you I'll I'll tie it up in a beautiful little bow in six minutes. Three years ago, I got a root canal. Um, My my face was the size of Thanos's. It was huge. It was swollen, cursing like a sailor and everything. And I went to the regular dentist, and they said, you've got to go see a specialist. And when I went to go see the specialist, he said, you've got to get a root canal. And I was like, how is that possible? Because 17 years ago, I already had a root canal. And they said, well, whoever originally did your root canal didn't get it all the way to the root. So underneath it is infected. It's rotten. So you have 17 years worth of infections that's just now starting to show up on the surface. So without having insurance, I had to pay 10 times the cost, 10 times the It was 10 times the work and it was 10 times the pain. They had to saw half my jaw open to remove really at the root. And they said in terms of dentistry, it was two football fields worth of infections. And that's what's showing up on the surface. But what I know about anything that has to do with the root, if you cut a weed at the top, it will grow right back. You cut it from the center, it will grow right back. But when you pull it from the root, only then can something else be planted so that you could potentially grow something else. Well, guess what? 
our society needs a root canal. And I'm mainly talking about America. I don't know what it's like living in another country, but in America where there was oppression against black people, 400 years of slavery, systemic racism, white supremacy, all these different things, it's clear. It's been there. Well, the Constitution at the base, at the core, was written by slave owners. So black people were never written in an inclusivity, uh, inclusiveness. It wasn't, we were never written as a part of the Constitution because they were slave owners. If you listen to the third sonnet of the Star Spangled Banner, it's in celebration of what they did to black people. They won't show this anymore, but if you look at the third, if you look at the, at the original poem, Francis Scott Key, the original poem, the third, son, the, the, the third part talks about black people. The, it, so the whole thing is about in celebration of the slavery of black people. But they don't teach you this in school. Of course they don't. So the Constitution was never including black people. Well, that constitution has never changed at the core, which means all of the freedom and all of the, the, the um, equal rights is built on the foundation of a rotten core, kind of like my tooth. So we have 400 years of infection that keeps spilling over and spilling over and spilling over and people keep looking to the surface. What happened to George Floyd? It isn't surface stuff. This stuff is nothing new to me. It's been happening. It's happened to my grandparents, happened to them, happened to them, happened to them. So it's nothing new, but it's built on the foundation of infection that's showing up. But just like this phone, the phone has updates every three weeks, every four weeks. Well, what do they do? They take updated information so that the system starts to shift. And when the system starts to shift so much, they actually change phones. In terms of our, if America was a phone, we'd be operating off of iPhone one capabilities. What has changed are the people. The people and technology have changed, but the system is still the same. We wouldn't even keep the iPhone if they kept the exact same system of iPhone 1 because it would keep breaking down. Have you noticed that when you don't press upgrade, upgrade, update, update, and you press later, 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 the phone slows down, it breaks down, your screen just magically starts to crack? So our world is literally in breakdown because at the core of it, the system is faulty. So our world, mainly America, needs a root canal. And how is that, how is that even possible? Well, how it's possible is with the awareness, people can then start speaking up. Then they can start fishing out all of the injusticeness and, and injustice in the world. And as they start upgrading and upgrading and upgrading and upgrading, that will eventually shift the system because there will be new people a part of the system with a different frame of reality. And as that starts to shift 
and more people start to speak out, this will create a shift in the world. Now, I had a white friend. I have a white friend. He says, but why does my words matter? Like, how is that going to make a difference? And I'm going to share with you this story. When I was five years old, I had five, there was, I lived in Arkansas, 1985, in Arkansas, in the South. Five white boys chasing me around the, the, um, the uh, park, the playground, and they were beating me up whenever they could catch me, and they were calling me nigger every day. And then one day, a white boy, another white boy, got in front of them and said, stop, he didn't do anything to you, leave him alone. And they listened. People only listen to who they can relate to. So it took somebody who looked like them to say, stop, leave them alone. And they never messed with me again. They never called me a racial slur and they never chased me or anything. So when I shared that with my friend, he said, I now know how I can be an ally, how I can stand for the oppression so that all lives can matter but they can't matter if black lives don't matter. So when we say black lives matter, we're not saying that all lives don't matter. We're talking about in the context of how individuals are being treated, there's been an entire impressed community who's never mattered in the eye of who designed the system in the first place. All you have to do is just look at the prison systems. You can clearly see, look at the education, look at the broken homes, look at the, the, the you, it's clear, night and day. So when we say all lives matter, what we're doing is we're crying for human dignity to be actually be recognized. Because all, we all want the same thing. We want to feel seen, heard, acknowledged, we want to feel like we're matter. But if you were a parent, and you as a parent denied your child's cries, and you say all lives, all, all child's cries matter. You would dismiss that child's cry. And eventually, if you didn't acknowledge that child's cry, that, that child would feel betrayed from an emotional standpoint, and that cry would eventually turn to tear, to, to pain and rage. But a great parent, would meet that child at the point of pain and have the tough conversation and say, why are you crying? Well, what's underneath? Well, how can I support you? So when you hear Black Lives Matter, what we're doing is expressing ourselves so that our human dignity can actually be acknowledged in the context of all lives. So now that you have this awareness, maybe some of you don't, not making you wrong. However, denial does not come from a space of love, especially when you're hearing the truth from someone who's experienced this and still as a very successful person, still experiences it. What will you do with that? Will you remain silent when you're loud about LGBTQ communities, when you're loud and you raise your about being a vegan, when you're loud about the plants and things that happen in Brazil, when you're loud about gay rights, when you're loud and you're saying all these things, but you're silent 
when it comes to black lives and injustice in, in America, I would urge you to ask yourself, what's that about and why am I silent? Truly check in. Because if it happened to your family, I would be the first to stand as an ally with you because I know when somebody is being doing unjustly. And that's what I have to share. That is amazing. Amazing. That's the only word I could describe it. You're, you're inspiring. You, you're just, you just have a way of about your, your, your message is so real and raw and it's, and it's, and it's, it's, it's you and then everything about it just feels right. And, and there's, there's a lesson to it, but there's also reality to it. And I love everything about it. And I greatly, greatly appreciate you coming on. Greatly appreciate you taking time on your busy schedule because I know you have a busy schedule. We're going to put in all the show notes how to get a hold of Garen and a truly inspirational person that's making change in this world, inspiring people and just being a good person. And, and, and everybody could take a moment of this and, and learn something from this. So I greatly appreciate you being on, brother. And thank you so much once again for having this, uh, creating this space for voices like mine and messages that come through me uh, uh, to be heard. One thing I always say is what comes from the heart will always find a home. So for everyone who's been open to this message, welcome home and let's continue to thrive together. Thank you, brother. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Jeff Nobzine podcast. If you enjoy this, tell your friends, tell your family, trying to build something special here. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a review. Five stars would be absolutely amazing. Until next week, always move forward.